we're only slightly malnourished today. Um, uh, no, I've just had lunch actually, so. We, Kaz had a piece, so he didn't give me a slice, prick. Anyway, what's up? It's your boys from Melbourne, and we are back for the ninth edition of the official NBA Beancast. How are you all doing? Let's get it. Today right. we got um, Pratt and Bill in the studio. What's cracking, guys? Studio. Ooh, we're in a studio now. Not, yeah, yeah. Of Fancy. Course. Of course, we, we had a live audio engineer for the last episode. Yeah. Guys, we're yeah getting up there, bro. He's not here this week, guys. So if this is an absolute train wreck, apologies. <laughs> um, remember, remember, guys, we are now on basically all social media. Follow us on Twitter. Um, at the NBA Bean, is it just NBA Beancast on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, same for all the social. Um, NBA Beancast on Instagram, yeah, and we're it. on YouTube as well. We'll eventually get all our episodes up, and then we'll start getting video sorted. So um, hit us up wherever you can. Yeah. So clearly, everyone's aware of the. Uh, I don't know how to word this. COVID nineteen is everywhere. Yeah, extreme situation where not only is there no NBA, but there is essentially no sport mm. for an undisclosed period of time. Hey, look, the NBL still happened. They just had no audience. Hey, and then so years, nothing changed. People like me that are gonna have to work from home. We're gonna struggle. Soon. We're gonna struggle. You're actually gonna have to work. I'm actually gonna have to work when I'm working from home. Like, um, but yeah, now nah, so what? What we're gonna do for the next few weeks to keep keep reeling out some NBA content and um, hopefully keep some things relevant is we're actually going to, uh, our assumption is at this stage, we're probably going to have a month or so to talk about things without any active games. So we're just going to filter through all 30 NBA teams um, and give our thoughts on them so far this season. Um, so we're going to do three per episode for the for the time being and hopefully we don't get through them all so hopefully we have the NBA back sooner than later that's yeah. that's a good way of putting it yeah, yeah. Ju- judging by uh, the Donald's response looks like we might be here for a while boys yeah so yeah <laughs> um, so everyone knows the news the NBA is just suspended um, indefinitely um, Adam Silver's come out and said like minimum 30 days yeah so all, all teams were pretty happy to to not continue playing with the circumstances especially with Obviously, NBA players testing positive now. Um, yeah, we've got. We just found out Christian Wood tested positive today. Actually, yeah. So that's th- that we're aware of. That's yeah. three. So it pr- probably more. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. But uh, from what we're hearing, all um, players and such are in good health and not showing many symptoms despite the, the, having you, it. Did you feel like there were a lot of players, or was it? I mean, it was mainly just Steph, like who fell sick but didn't have it at the same time. Ooh, I felt like that point. happened a lot. It's. Yeah, it's kind of hard with this disease because you don't know because it affects different people differently. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. You can carry it and infect other people, but not know you have it. Symptoms. Yeah, so it's that's that's probably why it's good that NBA's. Um, I mean, what do you think is going to happen from here going forwards? I mean, do you, like, I think there's like three possibilities essentially. Like if, if it, if it continues too long, then the NBA is canceled. I think just wrap it up. Nothing. Just give the honest MVP and the championship and I'm happy. (laughs) So what I think should really happen is the null and void season where no awards are distributed. So (laughs) yeah, no. So what I think another possibility is that. As soon as this is all sorted, we just go straight into the playoffs. Yeah, so I feel like the playoffs we, we, our, our discussion on the way here, because we, we get a nice little, you know, 25, 30 minutes. 25, 30 minute chat on the way. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, but our thinking was that there needs to at least be like a, a two or three week period of the regular season still to end the season. Because rust, um, essentially. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like why we have the preseason. Yeah. You don't want guys just, I mean, I, like they're still going to be training, but we got to remember they're only doing training by themselves for the time being. Like, and obviously until the NBA is clearing teams to train like together again, that there's there's going to be like they'll still have the cohesion, but it won't be anything near like what it was like this like few weeks before this. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, our, yeah. So our idea was you know just two or three weeks, probably like we've had lockout seasons before. Our idea was probably wrap up at about 70 games approximately around then i was actually thinking um just so do like maybe once it once it's all sorted two weeks literally what we like preseason games essentially two weeks of preseason games for teams to sort of warm up i don't know if they can do that like almost like scrimmages right i don't know if they'll be able to do that um public scrimmages and then straight into the finals because you got to remember public scrimmages either yeah (laughs) because you got to remember once it's once it's finished because you got to remember once like they've been cleared to sort of train as a team again i don't think we'll need that 
scrimmage um, against opposing teams again. I think it'll be fine to just go back in. But that's why we... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, you do need a period... Yeah, no, you can't do that. We were, it was cut off in the middle. No. I don't think we I, I can't that. ever recall. Wait, actually, I think there was one season in the 90s, but I think that was also cancelled. Yeah, but uh, it'll definitely need a period to... Um, I mean, the, before uh, the, the playoffs, I guess the anyway, other possibility yeah. is like that, which is what I think Mark Cuban was saying is a possibility is that um, play literally all the remaining what sixteen games? There's about sixteen. It's about games fifteen, yeah, 15, about 16 16 games, games, um, yeah. And then like finish out the season for league, or play all the way to and the then end. just start late, maybe and next then, year. Yeah, essentially start late and have a shortened regular season. Which is, oh, which is which gives them the opportunity so delay to the lockout. That, because no, oh, the, like the shortened season. Yeah, for a long time it. the NBA has it. been considering a shortened can, regular yeah. season. You can just axe ten games next year and start. What's that like? Four, nearly a month yeah. later. Yeah, exactly, that could work. Just, yeah, axe yeah. like axe what we have at the end, sixteen games, and then go through to go down to sixty six. I wouldn't mind that. I, I'd back Adam Silver into. Um, hey, do you guys remember the, the twenty twelve season where we yes. only played like sixty something games? I think it was sixty six. Yeah, I think it was, it was about super, the same. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was super same. fun as well. It's about the same. Twenty twelve. Pretty was, unusual. It was a good year. <laughs> Brandon Bass dropping twenty points. <laughs> OKC finals um, berth. That was a good year. I liked it. Um, I just want to. I mean, everyone's already done it, but I want to give a massive shout out to like players like Giannis, Steph, Zion in particular, mm. who have decided. Oh, we're going to cover the em- the employees yeah, of the stadiums, especially from Zion like Williamson, yeah. nineteen yeah. years old. He's younger than me. His first NBA contract. He and also has a one hundred million dollar shoe, shoe deal. But yeah, no, but yeah, good on him. Like it's it's absurd. You didn't yeah. have to do that. No, that's right. None of the players have had no, to do no, it. No so. one has had to do that. And they like, all seem to really be like banned together and like getting around each other for doing it um like blake griffin kevin love steph curry um yeah like yarn like the, the list just goes Anyone on and on done it. Yeah, yeah like there's uh, there's many of them um which is really good yeah. um and i think that in a way that that sort of has put the pressure on the owners to say oh well yeah, we, no, we have and, to step and you in. can see that for some of the teams like the Golden State Warriors, where they're doing the one million dollar, they pledged an insane amount. Yeah, yeah, they, they pledged like a million bucks to their stadium staff, and that was the players, the owners, and someone else. There were other stakeholders involved as well. I can't yeah, remember. it was a, it was, it was like it, the, it was G, the GMs, effort, yeah. the coaches, the players, the front office. Yeah. yeah, which which is really good because mm. that, that's all, like obviously more than enough. I, I assume to cover what however many people they need to cover for you know a month oh, or yeah. however long it goes. Uh, Which is um, really yeah. Good. You hope it doesn't go any longer than that. Yeah, and I, no, uh, I hope the uh, people hoarding up toilet paper at the local <laughs> Woolies will see this and realize that yeah, it does go beyond yourself. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyway, one so- last thing to talk about there is uh, obviously what we what everyone thinks is the start of it. Rudy Gobert mm. and his antics <laughs> at that uh, press conference. I mean, I mean, look, I think that the NBA did the right thing in not finding him, but I also think yeah, he's. A, Look, okay, here's, here's what yeah. I'll say is that like we've seen stupid. this kind of thing out of Rudy Gobert before. Yeah. It's like we know, I know it was dumb, but at the same time, this is his standard. He's done this kind of thing many times before. Yeah, I, I think he's just one of those dudes that's like to play around. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I could have easily seen someone like Joel Embiid doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but then we would have made more fun of Joel Embiid than Rudy Gobert. And Joel, I, I mean, Joel we would have made would, the same about him. Rudy Gobert got a lot of shit. Joel this. would probably still be making fun of it. So, but yeah, it was like clearly he, know, like in hindsight, it's easy to say it was a dumb thing to do, but like it's a thing that's happened. Um, so, and apparently that the Jazz are really struggling in terms of um like their relationship chemistry mm. yeah, yeah like I, I know donovan mitchell's really really pissed off um yeah, yeah. and that's Walsh saying it so one thing you mentioned apparently donovan mitchell's a huge germaphobe yeah so yeah i yeah. can't imagine he'd be too happy with that <laughs> yeah well no Walsh has said like the it's they reckon it's like if they like it's all on donnie mitchell for the you know the relationship to be repaired so and i mean right. who knows we, I, I know we talked about how uh, how yeah, the, the thing big is man, oh Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I know we talked about how the big man isn't dying, but at the same time, Rudy Gobert has not been good lately. So this may play into that. No, but then, um, yeah, just with Donovan Mitchell, like he could have given it to Rudy Gobert. You don't know. Oh, that. Yeah, but it's like, well, that's the same thing. There was like a kid tested positive to it as well, who that, like touched Rudy Gobert or something. Yeah, but then it's like, you don't know if the kid. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's, no. it's, it's clear. It's easy to blame Rudy because yeah. he's the one who did the yeah, stupid yeah, one. Yeah. 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 That's, that's so my point. I think that's, yeah, that's a good way to end this and actually get into some 
things we're here to talk about. Yeah. So I actually um, have trivia. Yeah, Bill for this, week. for this week. So there is this was really interesting. The other day I just um you know, I love Giannis and I, I love the stats that yeah, so, um, support what, how good he is. Yeah, so, so um proactively we said no Giannis stats. Yeah, so today. yeah, so Giannis actually isn't the answer though. He's very, very close to being the answer to this. The number one player in the clutch time this season. So this is five points or less. Five minutes Chris less. Paul. It's, Paul. it's not. Uh, so the person who's scoring the most per possession, and they're also right up there for field goal percentage. Who is it? Chris Middleton? No. No, it's not Jimmy. Yeah. No, it's not Jimmy. No. Bucks haven't played in that many close ones, so it can't <laughs> be him. I, I, yeah, I, I should mention, I put a, a lower limit. There is a, I think it was a 20 game minimum. 20 game minimum. So like it just rules out the, you know, the players that games. It's not really that. Like nearly every team qualifies. Like okay. we've played like sixty-five games. Most teams have played twenty, um, pretty close. Can we get any kind of hint to get closer to who they are? Eastern Conference player. Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference player. Um, Interesting. All right, well, so it'll probably be one of the better Eastern Conference teams yeah. then. Um, Correct. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, they're definitely a better Eastern Conference team. Oh, would it be someone on the Heat? No, 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 no okay. dice. Can rule them out. Um, Raptors? No. No. Um, Wouldn't be the Celtics. No. Uh, There's just about only one good team left yeah. in these, in my opinion. Can't be the Sixers. It is the Sixers. They're not a good team. Well, <laughs> objectively, it's a player from the Sixers. Um, all right. Oh, Big Ben Simmons. Hawkeye Falkmaz. No, not Ben Simmons. There's only one possible answer left. It has to be Joel Embiid. It is Joel Embiid. No, that's, that's, that's cooked. Ridiculous. That's I know. I know. <laughs> I was the same. That's why I thought it was really cool. Like, he's like first for points per possession. I think he was second for field goal percentage. Like, Wait, what, this, this is like not including the, like for field goal percentage, right? This is like not including like your Mason Plumley mm. um, kind of guys. That'll take like... Yeah, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I put a cap on the field goals attempted mm. as well. Um, I, I and he's very guessing, uh, Kawhi Leonard. No, um, no. Nope. He's in the West. Um, I remember like before all of um, that. But yeah, and Joel right up there as well for free throws made and attempted. So Joel gets a lot of free throws. Yeah, and he, yeah. So I just thought that was really interesting. No, to, yeah, that's. I think he's consistently second behind Harden, right? I think Giannis is second, but Joel's right up there they're, always. They're usually like... Joel's good at selling it. Right Really there. good at selling it. Yeah. Very underrated. Um, Doesn't cop as much of his game. Does, no, and he does it just as much. Like, I'd, I'd Jimmy like... Jimmy Butler does it as much as them too. Yeah. I, as Chuck says, I'd love to see Joel just like, just play through the contact, <laughs> make the shot, and then you'll get the free throw as well. Like... But yeah, that's it. That's my yeah. No, that's a good, one. a good one. Yeah, I yeah, thought it was interesting. Crazy for a twist. Genuinely surprising. Yeah, yeah. Really, really interesting. All right. Well, uh, with so that we done. yeah we've got so as we as I mentioned earlier we've got three teams mm. we're going to discuss um, in the episodes going forward. So today, Prad's elected his uh, his favorite team in yeah. the world in the universe. Absolutely. The, Bulls. <laughs> the polar opposite, the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm not going to talk about the Bucks today because that would be too easy. I'm going to yeah. talk about the Magic yeah, and Kaz's. Listening to Bill slobber over the mic for about half an hour. <laughs> not something any one of us wants to go through. Right just now. given ESPN, don't know how good the Bucks are, and we do. It's, <laughs> it's just frustrating. And Kaz is going to talk about his Celtic boys. Beltics. So, yeah, the Baltics. So, yeah, they're the three for today. So, All right, who wants think, to get us started then? Um, I reckon you can. All right. Let's. Um, well, this season for the Warriors has been uh, fun. Um, so I think the grade I'll give us is uh, G for G League. The Gatorade League Warriors. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a really good call when you told us I you mean, were going to do it. And I wish you didn't tell us because I'd be on the floor <laughs> laughing right now. But I didn't want you guys to start going like, oh, it has to be A, B, C, D, E or F. Yeah. Um, no, that would have just been hilarious. So, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I mean, our look, look, our roster for the first half of the season was Dealer and G Leaguers. Now it's Wiggins, Marquis, Chris and G Leaguers. But we still have fun. Um, I mean, we're, we're a shit team. Basically, none of the guys for, except for Damian Lee from last year's team have been hey. healthy this season. Draymond has been himself an ass. Averaging a um, triple single. 
Yeah, you know it. <laughs> and uh, about to take Charles Barkley's job. No, I I think Draymond's a very good player. It's um, just it's just funny. <laughs> it's, it's hard going from as I said, playing with demigods. <laughs> it's Steph, Clay, and Kevin to Damian Lee and to Angelo Russell. Yeah, well, yeah, not even D'Lo. They played like five games. I mean, yeah, together. D'Lo was fun to watch, but. That was about it for the first half of the season. Um, we've brought about career resurgences for about four guys who yeah. were considered, you know, to be head cases. And then traded two of them. Yeah. You know, we got Glenn Robinson to look like a serviceable player. <laughs> we got Alec Burks to look like a player. I think Glenn Robinson's player. been playing really good. Mm. I would well, have kept him. He personally. was good on the Warriors, and now he's not taking a single three-point shot on the Sixers. It's because... It, so he actually come out and said that they didn't like disclose to him what his role was yeah, going to be. But Brett is Brown is probably I think to me that just like perfectly summarizes <laughs> Philadelphia and what they're yeah, doing right they now. Yeah. As underwhelming. Yeah. As why? In- why they, I honestly thought like they would challenge the Bucks for the number one seed mm. and they're like some off the top of my head, 15 games behind for a reason. Like they're just a rabble. Isn't that also because the, the Bucks are like a historically great team though? Yeah, you don't, didn't have to hear right, that from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, encourage him. <laughs> and look, we flipped all those guys for like just a whole bunch of picks. So, so many that we ended up picking up random so, guys like Juan Moscano and Mulder. Yeah, the Mexican Juan Steph Moscano. Curry. Yeah, bro. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. You, you've said your G League joke for the grade. Yeah. Okay. What then, do you, so, like, like clearly we know the the expectations on the season were, were sh- like obliterated once Steph went down. Um, and obviously once D'Lo got moved even more so. Um, what do you, what do you actually think? Like as a Warriors fan, as a Warriors fan, I we kind of expected, especially with clay already being injured that this season, even if we did get the playoffs, which was like a late, a light hope of ours since we managed to get dealer. Yeah. Um, that like, we wouldn't actually do anything. So we were kind of, um, hoping that this season would either way just be a break season. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't be competing. Yeah, it would just be there's like no a, point sort of finishing eighth yeah. to tenth. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's like it, so the season was going to be a break season. It would have been nice to be competitive, but like in terms of what we've managed to do with the development of our younger guys, that's still been you it's know, a very big positive, nice. really yeah. impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've managed to, like I said, make some amazing, I guess, free agency or G League pickups. I'd made the jerk, but Mulder has been re- has been averaging like twelve point three points per game since he, since we picked yep. him up. Marquis Chris has been yeah, a top guy. I'm a big fan of Chris. I think he's actually really good. And um, you know, I know it's a f- uh, it's a conversation for the future. But if Wiseman is truly being touted as you know the next cat, essentially, he's I, very good. I don't think you can go wrong drafting him, even if he's not supposed to fit into the Warriors mold till uh, to this point. Yeah. At least trade him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you, with the Warriors we've seen are happy to ex- try an experiment, and if they can see that it's not going to work. Flip it for assets. There's, there's yeah, and you guys are getting Stefan Clay back next season yeah. as well. And then yeah. what a perfect situation for Wiseman. Yeah, it would be it would be interesting to see what happens with Wiggins. I think it could be really good for him. Like um, he's he's athletically, like he's phenomenal. Like and, and if you're playing with Stefan Clay, we've seen what happens. Like it's, it's hard to not play better. Yeah, but it's all about how much he wants it. Yeah. As well, much as I hate to use that. No, you know it is. No, you're hundred percent right. I like, mean it could okay. be the polar opposite to KD. Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, so given all of those like factors of, you know, what our goals were, what they became and what we've done so far in this season, um, I think we had, like, we wanted to see, you know, Steph's season, right? You know, I did 30 points a game. I don't know about you guys. 30 plus points a game. I absolutely did. We we absolutely, yeah, we definitely did. We didn't get to see that. And now because of that, the goal changed to development. And for that goal, the young guys are still making mistakes. Like we saw against the Raptors very clearly. Damien. Um, Yeah. I mean, Damien Lee for what in particular, but there were other mistakes throughout that game. So like we've developed well, there's still ways to go. Um, hopefully we get to do more this season, but if not, I'm happy with where they've come to. I'll give this a B plus, not an A because or an A minus because you're close to do everything, doing everything what you wanted, but there's still a lot of failures as well amongst that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, but- as we said last week, I think it was last week, maybe the week before. It's it's going to be interesting to see what Steve Kerr thinks he can do with the young guys on a championship team. Because um, as I said, like, I just don't think that you can really have four or five young guys in a championship team. 
these days. So I think it'll just be interesting um, what happens next year. I assume there'll be... I mean, it hasn't happened recently, but no, I, yeah, that's, I think for ages. So I mean, yeah, I know that, but that's what, that's what I mean. Like you've got to remember that they're not going to be playing heavy minutes and in the playoffs, you you I, like personally, I'd much prefer like the older guys, like the Iguodalas and Livingstons in years gone by to play that 15 minutes and you, you know what you're getting out of and them. I, and I will say though, for the Warriors, if you view their season through a developmental lens, like the what it took on after Steph got injured, Draymond missing random games here and there. If you view it through that, plan is, um, then yeah, I'd say definitely probably... Was he planning his wedding or some shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> took what, took what, a game off for planning. Yeah, well, what what, whatever, whatever what this man... This guy? Well, you'll experience this soon enough, don't worry. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Whatever urine this man is stealing. Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, if you view it through a developmental lens, I feel like you'd have to give the Warriors at least a B plus for that. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. this is about as good as you could have expected the season to be. If you didn't have Steph, Draymond missing about a third of the season and no Clay as well. Yeah. This is about as good as you can expect. Yeah. But overall, if you went from like what you expected from the start of the year. Oh, yeah. It's a then probably like a C. Le- yeah. Less okay, yeah that's, no, I mean, you, you, no. even then would, you weren't expecting that much. I mean, I, I would have had them top six with that's assuming member they had D'Lo. Steph was healthy. Draymond's. If Steph was playing, Draymond would not have been such a useless pool throughout yeah. the season. Yeah, so mm. I, I think yeah, and okay, the, then yeah, probably a D. Then I, yeah, I'd say start. I'd say nearly an F because <laughs> they're fifteenth. Like, but yeah, like yeah, so situation number one pick, guys. No, no, that, that, exactly. That's, that's exactly. why I'm saying a D that's and not an, not an F. Exactly. That's why I'm saying D, not an F, because right. at least you guys are bad enough to be in the running for a number one pick instead yeah. of being in that. Yeah. Just Eight to ten range. Yeah, from a Warriors perspective, there's a. I think the draft will be interesting because I think if they don't get pick one, they're probably not going to get Wiseman, and then the next sort of four or five players are all guards, guards, and they all like. Whilst I think most of them would fit in playing with Steph and Clay, it's just like there's probably not room. If we get Does a guard, sense? he's going to get traded to the Utah Jazz. Denny Avdia. He's going to be Shout dropped out. by the Utah Jazz and we're going to get some great assets. Mike Conley's going to get waved. You guys are going to get coronavirus back. Yeah, brutal. Spread it through the league. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no, that's fair. I think that's off. fair. So a B plus. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Do you want to talk about Boston or? Yeah. All right. So my Boston man, Jalen, Jalen Brown. So, yeah, as you all know, we did lose a couple of key pieces over the offseason. We lost Terry Rozier to the Charlotte Hornets, who we will also be discussing. And then we also lost Al Horford to the Philadelphia 76ers. And Blessing. Yeah, just, Bless. just on that, I feel like the season deserves an A because yes. we s- single-handedly managed to dump the Sixers. It was like a... Championship hopes. Yeah, literally. We also got rid of Terry Rozier, well, who... While he's still a good player, I think he could be a bench player for a championship team. I think can't, you can't pay him what he's making on the Hornets if you want to be a competitive basketball team. <laughs> like it, it's it's yeah. it's not it's yeah, not feasible. This, that's that's why he's yeah. on the Charlotte Hornets, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not like MJ cares about winning. No, then, uh, <laughs> no, clearly but, no. But I think this overall, the season's been amazingly positive. We went into the season with very little big depth, but it hasn't really been that much of an issue. Yeah, except oh, Daniel Feast has been. Yeah, Daniel Ty- Ty- Tice has been balling. Enos Cantor, well, and, when he's gotten minutes, has been well, all right. And Robert Williams has been injured. Yeah, exactly. He, he only just came back and I was like, oh, yeah, I he's, forgot about this guy. He's really good on D. He's, he's a talented player. Yeah, yeah if, he can, if he can sort of clean up on offense, bit, bit more of um, what Montrez does on offense, yeah. I think it'd be amazing. Yeah, and then also we've had in- incredible development from both the Jays, Jalen and Ooh. Jason. Jason has been a superstar the past few weeks. He's the best player on the, on the Celtics. He is. Yeah, he, he comfortably, over the past few weeks, he's Especially comfortably been the best player on Kemba's the Celtics. Kemba's been... Pretty bad. Kemba's been, he's been a bit poor. He, I think he's, he's been, still injured, and he yeah. like they sort of rushed him back. Not rushed yeah, him back, but I also feel also, like he's made a few poor decisions just in the games and stuff as well. Yeah, like um, that inbounds was a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> but it is good that he seems to have taken a back step and is happy he, he's letting let, the Jays grow. Yeah, yeah, and he's letting Tatum be the number one guy. Yeah. Um, and then Jalen obviously being incredible. His handles 
improving this much has opened up so much of his offensive game. And Hayward low-key having a better Hayward's season been, than he's ever had. Hayward's been Utah. fantastic. Yeah. Except, no, maybe the All-Star year. But that's well, about it. His stats are better, but it doesn't mean he was playing better. I get yeah. what you mean. Yeah. He, had a, he was very, very much... Arguable. He was, yeah. he was yeah. playing well in a, in a system designed for him on the Utah Jazz. Yeah, exactly. Too. Whereas here, he's taking more of backseat. He's a really he's, good integration. He's producing he's, in less minutes yeah. as well. He's been... With Amazing. less usage, yep. it's he's killing it. And yeah, as a Celtics fan, I feel like by losing a handful of really close games, I feel like this is all I could have expected from the team. Also, so one one more thing I want yep. to mention: Marcus Smart, but like he's he's no longer even an bl- offensive black hole. No, nah, he's he's his three point shooting has been a revelation for the bench yeah. offense. It's in, like honestly, that's been incredible. And I love Just how the, dedicated he is yeah. to to it. Like. He's happy with whatever he's doing, whether he's suddenly being called up to start or whether he's coming off the bench. He, he'll do whatever the team Kemba. needs to do. And he's an incredible defensive player. Players like that, you, you really do need in um, contending teams. On, a, on a championship team, I think every championship team needs a player like, like Marcus. Someone Smart. who's, yeah, who can buy in and, and sort of like not take a reduced role, but like happy to fill. Do whatever yeah, he has. Like the Miami Heat had Shane Battier. Yeah. 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 And, um, Warriors and Andre Iguodala. Yeah, the yeah. Warriors at Iggy. Yeah, yeah. The San Antonio had, had the whole team. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah like you know, I, I agree. Um, I think at the start of the year, my mate who goes for Boston said, "I think they'll get this two seed." I said, "Nah." I said, "No way." And then after like twenty five games, I was like, "Yup, <laughs> Boston, you're probably gonna get the two seed." It's, it's a close race right now. Raptors I think they're one the game. Seed. Yeah, I think they're one game behind the Raptors. Yeah, we're a game behind the Raptors. Um, given somehow our- you've perpetu- like the entire season been one game behind the Raptors. Like, yeah, no, nah, I know. And we've definitely we've shot ourselves in the foot a few times by losing some pretty close games with and some pretty I think bean headed decisions. I think Boston probably had a few. I'm not talking like big injuries but in terms of the, the caliber of player there's not yep. been much and consistency no we've had very little lineup consistency like in fact our starting lineups barely played together well we've had Kemba miss significant time with injury we've had Jalen miss significant time with injury Jason's been pretty good throughout the year apologies to Toronto you're actually three games clear of Boston <laughs> <laughs> that and then- have really stretched out like you know, just recently. Yeah, because yeah. we, we've lost a few games, like, really close Oh, yeah, that's games. right. They've yeah. lost, like, four in a row at home or something. We've, we've lost a few really yeah. close games, but, yeah. But, yeah, going into the season, if you told me that we'd be as good as we are right now, I would happily take it. So I think I'd, just being healthy would yeah. be a big win. Being healthy would probably be... You'd be I second. we'd be right up with the Raptors yeah. if we were healthy the whole season. Oh, yeah, you, I, I agree. Do um, you reckon next year is the championship season for them? If we... Because I don't think we've got quite enough depth yet. It'll depend on how well we draft. Yeah, we've we've talked about yeah, this it, before. It, it, it'll come it's, down to who's the Who's the seventh, who's the eighth are. option. Yeah. It, it's, it's like... If it's, we always say this about Boston at the moment, but it's almost like five years time. Like if the the drafted players they have in the next few years, if, if they really can accommodate Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba and Gordon Hayward. They'll be pretty old yeah. by that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next season will be 30. Yeah. You'll so five years. I didn't say oh, I'm years, saying within like within the next five Kemba's years. Kemba's off the um, books in five years. It's, Gordon it's not, Hayward probably will be too. It's not really. He's going to stay. Yeah, I, I, I think five, so. I, five years from now? No, nah, not His that contract long. runs out at the end of next year. I think within the next five years, though, they'd really want to be at least like Eastern Conference. Where the big chance, now, like yeah. a, a where good the chance got to, to win. last season. Yeah. yeah, good chance to win. Um, Either that or where the Bucks are now. <laughs> and it's really not going to be that hard, I don't think, for them to get sort of the like the pieces the to add. ancillary pieces, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll be too hard. There's a lot of sort of veterans in the league that can that can really push a team up. Um, like you, like I'm not like saying these guys will be there in you know the next few years. But, but like you guys, like the caliber tra- of players, Trevor yeah. Ariza's, your Iguodala's, I think uh, are guys like that. Yeah, but yeah. So all in all, I'd give probably our season a B plus, probably just short of an A because again we could have done better if we didn't perform so poorly in some recently very close games. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like yeah, to me, like I I didn't have them. I, like I thought they'd be a good team, but I really like because obviously there was Philly, and I, I really thought that they'd be the team second, or or if not first to the box. And like so, hats off to Toronto as well. 
as Boston for, for having such a good season. Um, I think that the Celtics are really integrating everybody really well in terms of how they're playing. Um, I think that as the season's worn on that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have slowly gotten bigger roles, which I, well, I think is a good thing. I think Jalen's role has been pretty consistent. It's more Jason's been gone from the... But I think Jalen's getting second, more trust though. To the first yeah, but I think J- Jalen's getting a bit more trust now. Um, yeah, if you notice though, Brad Stevens is a very short fuse with Jalen. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but I think Whenever, he really likes Jalen. No, I think like, he does. I just think that he's also got very little... Because I think he knows that Jalen is... Like how good he can be. He's, sort of thing. he's very capable mentally and physically. It's just when sometimes... Very capable physically. Yeah, My he's goodness. very capable mentally, <laughs> mentally too. Like, he's a very smart guy. Just does but some like, boneheaded shit. Yeah, like what, yeah. sometimes you'll see him completely miss his man on a back cut and then the pass goes to the they get an open dunk and then Brad will just pull him immediately and give him an earful for the yeah I think he sees like a like one of the best defensive players one-on-one in Jalen Brown but you know if he can just fix up if his, he can fix up his off-ball defense yeah. it's gonna be incredible yeah. but yeah he's got that's why he's so like no you made that mistake you have to watch out for that yeah he's like me he's got no attention span <laughs> it's like all of us <laughs> shout out uh, Eureka Tower posting coronavirus <laughs> posting um yeah, no, I think, yeah, I'd give Boston, yeah, like, at least a B as well because especially considering, um, like, I think they've played, like, nine games, something with a, the, the actual starting yeah. five that they um, want. I think a bit more now. I think we're up to, like, 11. Yeah, yeah it's not but many. That, that, that's still with, like, Kemba being injured. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, it, so it's, it like, it's pretty good. Count. I think it's really good. Yeah, wait, no, nah, low-key, though, we need to really look at our medical stuff because we've been struggling with injuries every year. It's very common for us. Yeah. Even in the Isaiah Thomas years, there were years where, like, our starting lineup was amazing, but then our starting lineup didn't actually very, play together yeah, very often. Yeah, very different all the time um yeah definitely straight yeah, that, that, that's that. something we should probably look at but I yeah overall just given the ex- the expectations we had going into the season we outperformed them but yeah, yeah i agree but given like how the season's gone on we probably could be better than we are now so yeah I, i'd say b plus that's fair yeah what do you reckon Pratt? um no i completely agree with that assessment i i personally would actually give them a higher rank just because damn um okay. like the fact that you've managed to bring out this much of Jason Tatum, he's been unreal. Um, like <laughs> yeah. you've got, you've got. Woo! We consider, we considered like at least last season, Kemba Walker a superstar already. Ke- Kemba, Kemba Walker, Kemba, if you're cardiac, cardiac Kemba, contract Kemba, Kemba Walker. If you're Stephen A. Smith, um, like last season, he was supposed to be a superstar already. Mm. Now you've got supposedly uh, one. If Kemba can get healthy and consistent uh, very soon. You've got two superstars on the same team. Yeah, exactly. That's what you need. Um, like I honestly think that 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 deserves at least you know getting into the A's. Fair enough for the Celtics. Maybe not an like straight A, just because I reckon if um some things had gone better. And honestly, you can't you can't really control health. Mm. But um if if they like if development had gone dreamlike, then you know Jalen Brown would be a you know uh, the most amazing defensive player and they would be competing for the first seed possibly if every, if everything had gone according to plan so i'm gonna say around an a minus just enough. a bit higher fair enough yeah i, I agree a, b plus a minus a um i think if if they were fully healthy they'd definitely be ahead of where they are also As- i just want to confirm one thing are we uh, allowing the use of s in rankings in gradings or are we yeah, finishing sure. at a s why is that not registering for me you can S-tier. go, yeah, there's like, you know, going up from F all the way to A. Oh my goodness. And then you can have S tier as well. Okay, but Pratt, we will talk us. about the Chicago Bulls soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, no, I think that's fair. I think if, if they were fully healthy, In Boston, the they'd be, they'd be right up, uh, probably ahead of the Raptors. Um, but then also you have to take into account not performing well in these close yeah, games we, we, where they probably should made, have yeah, that's, we've, that's we've definitely amazing. made mistakes. they definitely have the the caliber to beat every team in the nba um so yeah and, and you really do want to win those close games just for the mental edge i think like not yeah, even not even for the wins on the board just for the the mental edge yeah, so then you'll go into the next game confidence. thinking you know yeah. i can't hit this shot yeah it's yeah. not like your golden state in 2018 where you've got steph clay and katie and they lose a game but then they know yeah we'll, we'll just, wax you guys yeah, in in, in three months time yeah. yeah so um 
All right. Anyways, my team, not my team, but the team I've chosen for this ninth edition of the Beancast to discuss is the Orlando Magic. Say, why did you pick that team, Bill? Yeah, this is really weird. <laughs> like literally one minute after Prad said, like, what team are you discussing? My grandparents pulled into my driveway. So I went out there. I was like, I was talking to them. I was like, all right, what, what do we need to, like, what do you want me to bring into the house? And my granddad was like, oh, just those two bags. And the first bag I pulled out had an Orlando Magic logo on it. <laughs> and I was like, what the f- is this? So I was just like, all right, done. I'll take the magic. Um, they don't watch NBA. They don't like basketball. So I don't know why they have this bag. They but to Danny on Plaza. But yeah, <laughs> they, it was probably like $6 in a market. And they said, okay. The special. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so I've decided why not Orlando because they're an interesting team. I think they have a really, really... I think they are. Okay. I think their makeup actually is really they're, interesting. Okay, but, yeah, go ahead. So um, the problem with Orlando is... This is why they're an interesting team because they are the bot they are in the bottom 5 in the league for points per game, points per 100 possessions and field goal percentage. And on top of that, they don't play fast. You're a team who struggles to score per possession and you play slowly. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> and then on the opposite end of the spectrum, they are in the top 5 for steals, for blocks, and they are first for giving away the least amount of fouls a game. And that's what Jonathan Isaac missing a bunch of time too. Well, yeah. Like, so this tells me they are insane on defense, but then just terrible on offense. And to me, usually if you're really good on defense, that translates a lot to offense. Uh, not a lot, but enough to not be bottom five. In not, the, not to be like one of the worst offensive teams. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like being a, a top few team in the league in defense, you should, yeah, if that you can, should be at least translate to better than bottom five yeah, in the league in offense. if you can turn those... A lot of the times, if you're leading or if you're really high in steals, you've got transition offense. Transition points, Which yeah. is buckets, but usually, yeah. the Magic also can't do that, apparently. Well, clearly, no. So, this brings me to my, um, their sort of roster construction. Hmm. Um, it's a bit strange. Like, their main group's sort of like Evan Fournier. Don't search me up. <laughs> John- <laughs> Don't search up his name. Jonathan Isaac, um, Vucci. Has it still and what, what's their lineup been like when they you hoeing Aaron Gordon? Yeah, it was yeah, and AG. What's their lineup? He's really good. Know, consistent lineup being given that they haven't had Jonathan Isaac a lot. Well, that's the thing. Like who, they've who, lost this defensive juggernaut who would have been comfortably in my top three defensive player of the year on awards night. And they, they don't really have good depth. I mean, they've got Terrence Ross, who they can pull in off the bench, but he's like, as we saw the other day, can get you a whole bunch of points, but not do Literally anything else. else. Yeah. Um, but the, the positive... Shout out to uh, our trivia from last week. <laughs> listen if you want. Yeah, that's poor right. man's Bojan Bogdanovic. Yeah. Yes, yes. Very poor man's. Um, so... Like, I don't know what they're going to do because, like, Fultz is very young and he's, um, like, he's not consistently showing, like, the talent that we know he has from his college days. But, like, he's showing it every so often. And I think he is slowly getting more consistent. And then you've got Jonathan Isaac, who's absolutely incredible, in my opinion. Um, Incredible defense player. And his offense was really coming along. Like he's got, he's definitely got the length to at least be like a a problem. Don't know if he's ever going to sort of be that 20 point per game. Highly doubt it. Guy. If they can get that out of, you know, the the three guys like, you know, Nikola Vucevic, if he, he's been down this year, hasn't he? Slightly, slightly down. A little bit. He started off slow, but he's been pretty decent recently though. If if they could get like, you know, around that kind of like that, you know, solid performances out of AG, Nikola Vucevic and Markel Fultz, then I feel like Jonathan Isaac doesn't have to be all that, you know. Yeah, he doesn't have to be an offensive juggernaut. Yeah, he can just be like, you know, 13 and five and then get you like, you know, very nice defense. Mm. That's more than enough. Because then they still have, you know, like you said, Terrence Ross, perfect bench player. Um, Evan Fournier, I completely missed him. He's a, He's been 20 points per game for the last, what, four seasons? Has he? 
Who's that? Sorry, Evan Fournier. Fournier. Uh, thereabouts. Yeah. Like he's 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 actually very good. Aaron, he's been Aaron a, he, yeah. He's been at twenty points per game nearly each of the last four seasons, but, but not gotten much better. Yeah. But then, like, here's my thing. Like, got like they have like Michael Carter Williams, Mo Bamba, just like guys like that doing nothing. It's like. So I don't know what they're doing because I feel like Murbamba isn't really their fault. <laughs> like this team is very nice. Like, I'm literally looking at their roster right now. There is no one above the age of 30. Not is that one a good player. Thing or a bad thing I to think you? that's a good thing. I'd I'd like being a young team and having time. Like Gordon's 24, Vucci's 29, but I think having an older center is good because I think because he's one of those centers as well who can really pass the ball. Um, which I think is a very underrated aspect yeah, of a I mean, big man. I had him in fantasy last season. I know he got pretty close to a couple of triple doubles it's last about, time. Yeah, sort of like that 2010-5 yeah. um, operation. And then Fournier is obviously decent. We but, know what he is though. Yeah, but he, and he's not getting any better. That's the thing. So I think, I don't know what the Magic are going to do, but I think they have to do something because it's not working. You're just not, they're just not they're just going to continue to be a mediocre team. I don't like unless Fulton, Jonathan Isaac transcend into like all-star players. They're just not going to get any, like I can just see them being like a six to 10 seed. For yeah, but at least, years. at least with the magic though, they've got pieces that they can move. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like whether, whether they move like your Terrence Rosses, your Aaron Gordons or, or some, even Evan Fournier or and something. I know that the 76 has got a lot of flack for their rebuild, but I feel like the magic are in a perf- the perfect position to offload some of these players and do a 76 style rebuild. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I think that they've been perpetually rebuilding though. Like when have they ever not yeah. been? Yeah. Well. I feel they got Shaq and Penny Hardaway back when, when <laughs> they got Dwight Howard. <laughs> And then they've just been rebuilding ever since. They were not like, bad with Dwight, though. They, no, I mean, they, were, they were. They were very good with Dwight. Yeah, yeah they made the yeah, finals they, with Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. They locked into it, right? Shout Surely. Bean. Like, well, they, well, yeah. When have they not been rebuilding? You know, unless they just happen so, to lock upon a Dwight Howard type operator. So my problem with it is like Aaron Gordon. I feel like every single year we're like, this year is going to be his year. And I think we've been saying it for like three years. The past three years, yeah. Yeah. And it just never seems to happen. I think like, it's more just consistency on the court, right? As in like yeah. actually being on the court. Yeah, he seems he to get always, injured a lot. Yeah. 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 And he's also got a bit of that Jalen Brown mentality about him where he just does some dumbass stuff on the court. But then, yeah. or like he, he just has lapses in concentration sometimes on the court. And I feel like that's why he's been a little bit inconsistent. Throughout his career, yeah, but with his production, uh, I yeah. feel he's been pretty good since the All Star break. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. yeah, he really stuck it up, Dwayne Wade. I'm not saying your name right because you're an idiot and your name's spelt wrong anyway. But yeah, I like, I just don't know. I, I like, they are young, but at the same time, I don't know if they're getting yeah, better. I can't, I can't see where this. They're definitely not better than last year. No, no, and but so that's also I feel again a major part of that is. Richie Main is they, they, they have our boys Al Farouk and Kem Birch too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hats off though, they took a pun on Markel Fultz and I I do truly believe it will pay off. Whether it's like Could you, you know, uh ex- for our three percent American viewers, could you explain take the punt? Take the punt. Oh yes. Oh, so yeah, like just- took a gamble on risk <laughs> they're risking something on taking him, which mm. um, they didn't, they got him for, you know, not much. Kristaps uh, Porzingis kind of operation. But I think like Fultz and Isaac definitely showing enough. And I think that they're both still young enough and have like, there's at least upside that you can see. Whereas Aaron Gordon, I'm sort of like, you're already physically, I think, at your peak. Like looking at him. Only 24. Yeah, but I think looking at him. I don't know, like, what, what's he going to add to his game? I think he's nearly, he's, he's shooting down, well down on last his year. skills that he needs to improve. Yeah, well, he, he, like, he doesn't, like, he's not a big ball handler. Um, he's surprisingly good at that for a size. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he's, his role isn't, like, dude, you know, having the ball, distributing yeah. the ball. And I feel like something that's happened with Aaron Gordon is they haven't really given... Well, it's not really it's not really his fault, but he also hasn't received the greatest opportunity to develop on a team like the Magic. Where, I, like, yeah. for example, the Bucks took a very long term approach with Giannis's development. They they gave him oh, yeah. a lot of reps, I handling think it was the ball, a bit, and stuff like that. And I don't think Gordon has received that sort of mentorship. Yeah, it was probably a bit more like 
um, prominent in Giannis, like what he could be because like the six foot 10 absurd length athleticism thing. So I agree. But yeah, the Bucks did no, really sit tight and say- It's just an example, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And I think that's why like I am with you where it's like, well, and I think that could be the problem with- the the magic and i think an interesting comparison to make is with the celtics because the the magic have a lot of young guys as well but it's like how can we develop them all at the same time Mm. and i just don't know like what they're gonna do and how they're gonna get enough out of them if that makes sense like we we've seen like we we've at least seen jalen brown and jason tatum getting better the last few years Clearly, they didn't. They didn't jump as much as they have this year, like in previous years. But like, you could visibly see them, like they were getting better. Yeah, Yeah. like just out of nowhere, you'd be like, "Damn!" Like Tatum's, you know, hitting the rim a lot better. Jalen Brown's, you know, doing this better. Jalen Brown is a positive offensive rebounder now. Yes, Yes. actually, (laughs) nearly forty percent from deep, like crazy, right? And then it's where I'm like looking at Orlando, like, well, what what are you guys doing hey, with DJ Augustine's being good? <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, he's the one player above thirty yeah. that, I, that I failed to acknowledge. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's like I don't know. I think what Kaz said just on like what Philly did, I think it'd almost be a good idea because to me, you can still keep like Gordon, Fultz, Isaac. I don't know what they're gonna do with like Vucevic. Um, Fournier is still young enough but at the same time if you want to win a ring like those two guys aren't going to be on your roster whereas at least you have the upside of what could actually if you had Fournier coming off the bench that's not yeah. well something like that but like but I mean what's what's the difference between having that and having um, Terrence Ross off the bench <laughs> no Fournier, Fournier has, offers Fournier a lot better more player than yeah he offers a lot a <laughs> lot lot more I really like Fournier I think he's really good but ter- actually to be fair though yeah no, nah, no, nah, I agree I mean, yeah, no, no, I, I agree on. that he's a better player, but I mean, it's it's akin to having, you know, just another guy who's going to get you buckets. Sure, Evan Fournier is also going to pass the ball and rebound a bit, but like you may as well just bring have him as a starter and then bring Terrence Ross off the bench if you're going to have that anyway. No, so what um, Bill was saying is you wouldn't have a player like Terrence, oh no, like Evan Fournier on a championship. Yeah, game. like I he's think, he's not a starting a he's a not a starting game. shooting guard though. Yeah. Like the role he's in. Um, on our grading scale. Um, because at the same time, like I have to remember that they are like, while they are letting Isaac and Fultz develop, I don't think that initially this season they were giving them like enough of the ball. Like as you said with Giannis, the Bucks said like, yeah, like we're, we're just going to give this guy a whole bunch of minutes, a whole bunch of usage and just see what happens. And I'd like them. I'd like to see that with Fultz and Isaac. Um, I think that they... about Isaac, definitely. I'd like to see that with Fultz. Well, Fultz slowly is ticking up like the minutes and the usage. I'd like to see Aaron Gordon develop into more of a late career Blake Griffin type as well. I think he could. Definitely reminds me of a He started on that track really early, so it shouldn't be too hard for him. Yeah, and I I don't understand why, like, again, the magic didn't give him more run as a primary ball handler because he's got... Good and handles yeah, for some Yeah, of definitely. You can do it. It doesn't make sense why they wouldn't. Try. I think the problem with them is they have like five guys who are in like the same sort of like overall, like a sort of a B category player, if that makes sense. And More like C, I feel. Yeah, like, yeah, but that's what I'm talking like the same. Yeah, yeah I get what you mean there. Same category. So it's sort of hard to like Vucevic is probably the best, but then it's sort of really hard to say like who's the second option, who's the third Bruce option. Island. Etc. Etc. What's Vucci a B plus center? Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He's probably in the like the tier below the elite guys. I'd I'd say. Um. But yeah. I, yeah. I also, give you guys didn't buy stock in Vucci Island last year. No. no. Oh. We bought stock in Fultz this year though. Okay. No. Because I I I bought I bought some land there. I, <laughs> I built a hotel there. Uh, um. It, it got it was amazing last You're year. You kicked out this one. year. Yeah, <laughs> They kicked me out of the board. They kicked you out of Zach Levine paradise as well. Thank goodness. Um, Yeah, I know. So on the the grading, um, 
Probably give them a D. Yeah. Just I because... Agree. They made they, they were a solid playoff team last year, and now they're... I think like, they were 8th last year. They were, yeah, but the I mean, like, them in it was five, more interesting yeah. to see them making the playoffs last year. Yeah, it was sort of like, oh, what the hell, the Magic made the playoffs, and then it's this year. The issue's come around and say, like, okay, well, you've added Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac's got another year, Aaron Gordon, oh, this could be his year, Vucevic had a career year. Oh, like, the, the Magic could be decent like they could be a a five or a 60 yeah and it's like they're eighth and only because the teams below them are i think they're seventh sorry with the nets they're around tying with the nets the nets and the nets have they have their two best players not playing and they missed caris levert as well for a major part of the season yeah reminds me of (laughs) this is gonna be real bad isn't it a pre-jurgen klopp liverpool thank you for that reference (laughs) i will never understand um Bill gets it though. Uh, I've seen enough. I've Can we get enough. some context? Yeah, no, enough. it's just the fans every single year before the new, the current manager. Before the, Liverpool transcended. Every, every single year, it was going to be their year. Oh, and boy. every single year, it was <laughs> not their year. And, yeah, and now there's some there 20 points ahead of everybody and they're just fucking unstoppable like yeah so mate, look out for Aaron Gordon's 28th year when he's 28 years old yes four more uh, years oh damn okay I was gonna draft yeah I don't know yeah so I just thought <laughs> yeah the Magic an interesting team to sort of delve into no, um, I agree once you broke it down like that I realised yeah there is a little bit going on there yeah There's- I think just the offence they just need like they literally just need Gordon Fultz and Isaac to develop offensively I don't think you can really ask for much more from Fournier and Vucevic on the offensive end um I think they're both pretty you, you're like they're already established in what they can do yeah um but yeah that's my take on the magic give them a d just because i don't think that like looking at other teams in the eastern conference who probably have i'm not saying less talent but like probably less expectations at least from my perspective like the indiana paces like how the hell were they fifth for However long they were, I thought the Magic... Oladipo as well. Yeah, yeah, I definitely thought the Magic would have had them covered for the season, but yeah. So... Um, So are you giving them a D? I I agree with that completely. Yeah. 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 No improvement. Like, I think, well done. You've still made playoffs and are going to make playoffs when this does eventuate, hopefully. But at the same time, you... Like, I haven't seen how they've gotten better. They haven't. Yeah, I just don't don't think they have. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up our three teams and grading for this week. Um, well, for this episode, we're going to actually be releasing multiple episodes this week. So keep out, uh, keep an eye out for those. Yeah, other we've got to get some NBA content out there. Um, while there's no games. We yeah. do have a bit of a uh, spare time. So I wanted to bring up a uh, little topic I found out over the weekend. Yeah, Kaz um, and I haven't actually um, read this. So. so it'll be good. It'll be good. We're actually going with a different one compared to the first one. Um, as you mentioned at the start of the episode, Karan, uh, Donovan Mitchell is... Uh, He's a, he's a massive germaphobe, um, which makes it even worse, uh, given what Rudy did. Um, but apparently in order to avoid alarming Mitchell, um, oh, no. a reporter interviewing him had to suppress a minor cough. You, you know, when you just like, yeah, yeah. um, so what's something you've had to possibly irrationally had to suppress to avoid alarming someone? Uh, um, I mean, for myself, uh, when I, um went to japan this is hard as an indian we our facial hair grows like (laughs) immensely quickly um and like with i I work with kids here as well yeah that's my job um but that's alarming what (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's payback from what you did to me last episode (laughs) bang (laughs) um okay well i'll just leave it with that um they like everyone, you know, has a good laugh when they see the facial hair. It, 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 they, they love, you know, this kind of, I guess, different look compared to what they usually see. Yeah. And if you go to Japan and you have facial hair, you're probably one of the mafia <laughs> or you're just a very homeless looking person. <laughs> um, and it doesn't help that the Japanese look, they're, they're very nice people, but they do judge against darker skinned people quite often. Um, so having facial hair, I had to shave basically three times a week in order to keep I thought you were about to say three times a day <laughs> probably would have been close um three times a week just to make sure that i, I didn't like yeah i had to keep basically clean shaven the entire time 
and I was, I mean, I still got a lot of stares, but it was, yeah, I think I had to do that in order to avoid alarming the, uh, people I was working with and the kids that I was working with there as well. Yeah. Cause they'd have never seen someone with facial hair. The it would, like, awesome. Half of them had never, had never seen an Indian before. <laughs> Probably all of them. Um, I don't, I don't know my answer for this question. Yeah, it's actually a little bit hard to say yeah, without divulging the- some. Fairly confidential work details. Uh, just, just substitute everything with ice cream shop. No, that that will not work. No, okay. No, you're making it sound like you work in a drug pl- drug cartel if you do it like that. Hey, <laughs> yeah. You know, we had to ship the ice cream over to this place, and uh, yes, we had to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, you got anything for us? I, I don't know. Um, I'm thinking of work, like... Oh, wait, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's really easy for me, actually. I've had to suppress my complete and utter hatred for people that ask me stupid questions at work. Oh, yeah, like, um, I'm sure Can I get cash out straight up? Is that one of them? No, like, an example is, like, this customer comes in. So for for those who don't know, I work at the great store of of (laughs) of Woolworths. So, so, how did this guy come in? This is just an example of the, the absolute buffoons that we deal with. Paul, luckily for Karan, he's, he's out of their supermarket industry. Got a full-time job. It's not at Coles anymore. Thank God. So, just like the dumb stuff they ask, especially at the moment with coronavirus. Like, <laughs> like all right, so this is, I have two examples that are sticking out. The first one is, it's happened on Thursday. This was a few days ago. Like, I'm, I'm sure you, both of you and everyone listening has been inside a supermarket in the last week in Australia. There is no toilet paper <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> so they think coming up to me and acting like they're the first person of the day to come up and go, oh, you don't have any toilet paper out the back, do you? <laughs> they think they're being genius. They think, oh, big brain things. Let's go ask this guy. <laughs> Galaxy brain. <laughs> I'm just like... What? No! Like, go away! It's all gone! <laughs> like, just. Are you sure you're suppressing that? Jeez! <laughs> oh, well, I have no choice. But the other thing that comes up is every single person who shops in a supermarket seems to think that every single worker there is an absolute idiot. Yes, most of them are, but no, <laughs> I am not. Proud Nossel graduate. That's right. Shout out Select Entry Academic Schools, the entire bean cast. Um, I had this guy, this older gentleman come in. Goes, um, this doesn't seem very suppressed. He goes, I'm looking. I think it was suppressed and that's why it's all coming out like this. Yeah, it was suppressed. <laughs> When I was, when this was happening. And so anyway, this older gentleman comes in, he goes, oh, I'm looking for low GI rice. Do you know what that is? I was like, yeah, I know what low GI means. (laughs) Yeah, I know what that means. He goes, oh, do you really? (laughs) And he goes, what is it then? (laughs) I was like, he's testing you. I said, mate, come on. (laughs) Like, do you really want to do this? Like... So I explained it to him. Oh, youngins. <laughs> GI stands for glycemic index and low means low glycemic <laughs> index. <laughs> and so I basically explained to him, you know, how the energy works with the, the difference in the glycemic index. And he goes, the mitochondria is a powerhouse. Wait, and all he, all he says is, yeah, you're right. And I said, yeah, there's your rice. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Like an idiot, Absolute man. Peanuts. Like, yeah, it's just... Karan, I think you oh, came up with that. Yeah, I had one actually. So, um, have you ever had the unfortunate situation of having a pimple on the side of your mouth? Yes. Oh yeah, like Go right ahead. on yeah, the yeah, edge yeah, of your. Yeah. L- yeah, yeah, you know how. Oh. It it hurts. It's not comfortable. No, but then oh. also, you know how it also looks unnervingly like herpes. Did this absolute monster bulge that come up on my forehead just <laughs> yesterday remind you of this? Yeah, yeah. That that's what that that's actually what Fuck. reminded me of it. But yeah. <laughs> no. So I was seeing this girl and I was going out that night and then Details, I just go, please. No. So I just go. Still haven't gotten you a what? date with Holly. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, whatever happens there. But yeah, I was a little bit worried. And then I was like, oh, shit. You know what? I'm just going to borrow some foundation real quick. <laughs> this is going to be good. Was it your mum's foundation or was it the girl's foundation? It was your mum's. No, because I had to go pick her up. 
So I was at home, shit, oh, freaking the fuck out. You didn't <laughs> ask like, what your do I do? for help. She's gonna think I'm herpes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck do I do? An actual, <laughs> an actual yes moment in the in the making. Yeah. So long story short, because with foundation you do have to apparently match it with your skin tone, which I only found out after putting it on. Yes. Yes. Oh boy. So then it ended up looking like I had vitiligo instead of herpes, which is probably even worse. Shout out to all the women. <laughs> we only have to do this three times a day, man. Shit. Yeah, so um, I pulled up. I looked at myself in like the, you know, the rearview mirror. Yes. Yes. Did you give her a, you know, rain check as soon as you noticed? And I was like, okay, this looks even worse. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so I just grabbed some wet wipes. Decided not to in the end, and then yeah, she came in. She goes, "Why is the side of your mouth white?" Oh boy, yes. <laughs> what did you say? I go cocaine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably better than saying I use foundation to make it look like I don't have herpes. <laughs> did you actually say <laughs> no? Yeah, that's what I said. Oh my god, please tell me the response. <laughs> nah, but I was like, oh, I just put some foundation on the side of my mouth. I got a pimple there. Kind of looks like I got herpes. I don't actually have herpes. It's just a pimple. Did she get in the car after this? Yeah, no. She was like, what nice. are you freaking out about? This, this, this is pretty normal. Nice. I was like, ah. Oh, okay. Man. So, yeah, long story short, got rid of it. But I think having it on was more alarming than not having it on. Yeah. It, it, it highlighted the situation even more. Yes. yes. And like putting a bright <laughs> spotlight on that part of your face. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was Just a target on it. Yeah, absolute shenanigans. <laughs> I like that story. Oh, that's, that's really yeah. yeah. Zero out of ten would not repeat. <laughs> well, that's that's gonna wrap up. Um, um, we won't be doing any curses on players this week, just right, because. Let's do a man. prediction. No, let's let's curse the coronavirus. Bro, yes. I love coronavirus, man. I reckon MVP <laughs> this season, <laughs> man. Defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, no, most no, improved no, as well. Yeah, I think most improved is yeah, the only award. Come from nowhere, rookie of the year also. Defensive player of the year, shut down the whole league. Step aside, Zion. MVP, it's like you know, no one else is winning a championship. That's yeah, how exactly. This is crazy. Man, he's killed it. He's a good. shout out. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is episode nine of the official NBA Beancast. So hope you enjoyed and had a laugh at our absolute malnourished stories to end because, you know, there's no NBA to watch. So we're all sad, but yeah, enjoy. Enjoy.